Hi, everyone. This is Dave. And this is Jen. Welcome to another episode of the podcast called Cloth Diapers Made Easy. We invented the Spray Pal Splatter Shield to make the hardest part of using cloth diapers easier for everyone. And now we've started this podcast to bring you tips, tricks, and fun interviews to help you on your cloth diapering journey. So sit back, relax, put your earbuds in, and enjoy this episode of Cloth Diapers Made Easy. And don't forget, you can join our Facebook group, The Cloth Diaper Experiment, to ask us specific questions you'd like to hear about on the next episode of Cloth Diapers Made Easy. And also, you can sign up for our emails using the handy link in our show notes for a free printable checklist of everything you'll need to get started with cloth diapers, plus an exclusive coupon code that you can use on our website to buy all the things you'll need at spray-pal.com. And now, on to the show. going out there so it's been a while since we've recorded an episode if we're being honest yes we've been busy here we have been very busy and i don't know if i've actually announced this anywhere like on the spray pal facebook page or whatever i think my personal friends know obviously and family Mm. but um i just accepted a job last month in september with the arc of tennessee and i'm a project coordinator dealing with um family engagement in special education so if you know a my family and me and my son, obviously, this is an issue that is near and dear to my heart, just like cloth diapers are. Mm-hmm. And so this job just appeared and it was so perfect for me. I really had no intention of applying for a job, but it made so much sense. And I applied and I got it. And so that's yep. what I've been doing. <laughs> and it's been crazy. It's been very busy, but we're still chugging along. And Dave has had to take over like More. 99.9% of spray pal nowadays yes. so it's been a dream of mine for a very long time <laughs> he's always really wanted to be more involved to really know what i'm doing and to really have more control over what's going on so that i feel like i'm bigger part of the company integral part integral so, part of the company yeah so, yes. so yesterday he did his first facebook live and it was a bit of a disaster <sighs> it actually didn't even end up posting so it's not even there anymore but we're working on that yes, social media I <laughs> he's get it. learning I get it. you can't teach an old dog new tricks quickly yep. we'll just say quickly yes <laughs> you will get it though but we will still be running the podcast um and i will still be a part of that so today we are going to talk about how to deal with leaks. If you're facing any kind of leaking issues in your cloth diapers, we're going to talk about the different causes of leaks and how to address them. Sounds good. So let's start with our first cause. Right, right, right. So yeah, the uh, diaper must fit properly. So there is a lot of fit issues that will lead to leaking if Mm -hmm. you're not careful. Yeah, so basically you want to make sure that the elastic around the leg holes or the leg gussets and around the back are snug and tight they may leave a little bit of a pink mark on your baby skin like when you wear a rubber band around your wrist and you take it off you see a little pink mark there it's not harmful as long as it's not causing like a rash or like a deep red angry looking mark and you don't you don't want gangrene in the in the feet that's a joke. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, yeah, you don't want to make them super tight, <laughs> good, obviously. Good effort. Good effort. <laughs> I've had some tight he's rubber bands to, on my wrist. trying to you throw know, my comedy finger turns in here. <laughs> <laughs> on cloth diapers and leaking. Anyways, uh, so basically pink 
like marks from the elastic are completely normal. There's actually a blog post on dirtydiaperlaundry.com about um, how tight is too tight. But basically, you want to make sure you have a good fit because those leg gussets and those elastics are there to prevent leaking. So that's one reason why your diapers might be leaking and if it's not a fit issue if the if the diaper is fitting your baby but you're still finding it leaking out the legs it could be that your elastics are worn out worn out yeah right. and so if they lose their elasticity they won't get a good seal around the legs and they could so this might happen when you buy them used or right. they've been used for a really really long time there are places you can send them to get the elastics replaced um or you can just kind of use those as a swim diaper and um Right. move on or purchase new cloth diapers if you have the financial ability to do so. You know, to be honest, I, I can't think of any of our, our stash that's, and we have a lot of diapers for, and we've had them for a lot longer time than most people because of our son, Ryan. But I don't know of any that have worn out gussets or elastic. I think the inserts might get worn out before the elastic stuff where you just have to, you know, keep an eye on those. And even those last a real long time. So that was another, that brings us to our next issue, which could be absorbency. Right. So we did, when we started cloth diapering with our daughter, we did a lot of bum genius pocket diapers and fuzzy buns. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Fuzzy buns pocket diapers, both of which contained a microfiber insert. And we did find that those wore out a little bit more quickly for us because they would retain stink a little bit more easier and they would um cause compression leaks which we'll get mm -hmm. to in a minute and they um just kind of lost their absorbency over time for us like yeah. they just kind didn't of, work as well kind of ironic that the man-made fibers don't hold up as well as the natural fibers i guess yeah maybe. so what you're able to do though if that is happening and you have microfiber inserts you can just buy some natural fiber um pre-folds or hemp inserts or the cotton doublers thirsties makes a lot of really great absorbency inserts that can go into those pocket diapers as long as your elastic is still working great then by all means stuff it with something else and the nice thing about using a natural fiber insert in those pockets instead of microfiber is that it can go directly against baby skin microfiber should never go directly against baby skin so if you're using a natural insert instead Instead, you can just lay it on top, kind of like the outside shell of the pocket is just a cover. You know, you don't have that stay dry fleece lining anymore, but it's just tucked mm -hmm. behind. But it, it doesn't serve the purpose of keeping baby dry, but it will it, it will make stuffing the diapers a thing of the past and right. <laughs> makes it a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. So another issue with absorbency that can cause leaking is if, as your baby gets older, they're going to start spacing out the frequency of their output, the term we've used before in the <laughs> past, um, their, their frequency will be less often during the day, but the quantity when they do go right. is going to be a little more fast and furious. And so Voluminous. if you only have, if you're used to having maybe just one insert in your diaper and suddenly your baby's holding it like two hours and then flooding the diaper, it may be that that one insert alone can't capture all the liquid before it starts shooting out the side leg gussets right. even if you have a good fit it might be that you need to add some more absorbency two inserts is 
is always well not always but it seems like it's always been for us enough until you get into the nighttime realm and that's when you got a whole nother story because your your volume of output increases is, increases a yeah lot. depending on your baby but yeah, yeah with ours that is the case yep. <laughs> so what you can do with that is you can use the insert that comes with the diaper and then add one of those cotton doublers or a hemp insert or an extra prefold or whatever that yep. will increase the absorbency and having a natural fiber diaper on the top will often and you can even you know if you're using a prefold and you do like trifold and it makes it kind of a narrow insert it might help the absorbency capture the liquid faster if you kind of spread it out a little bit so it's not so narrow and it really fills the whole base of the diaper and that way as the output comes out <laughs> it has more space to absorb and spread more surface area i guess of the absorbency so sense. it doesn't just leak right out right okay so if you're finding your fit is good but your baby is still leaking you might want to check on adding or try adding some extra absorbency and one more quick thing on the fit and how it's important to have the insert spaced out wide um, that lends itself to helping um with the direction, I guess it's related to what direction your boy's wee-wee is pointing. Oh, you did not it. just say wee-wee. I just wee -wee. said it. I'm sorry. She said, don't use that word. I specifically said before this episode recorded, just please just say penis. <laughs> He's like, I can't say penis. So, so but, now I've said it. <laughs> okay, so pointing down yeah, is the way to go. Point. And that's the same with disposable or cloth, and it might be common knowledge, but it makes a difference. Yeah, no, it, we've learned that one the yeah. hard way before. Some of yeah. our nurses have changed our son's diaper and not adjusted the directionality of yeah. his um, member. And member. Oh, member. <laughs> I don't know, is that less appropriate? I don't even know. Uh, Anyways, so, so basically, vague. he leaked right up the top of the yeah. waist opening, and that was because he was pointing up. And right. so, and at, and at nighttime, even not <clears> just pointing down, but pointing straight down with, with Ryan, I've noticed it, it makes a difference, even yeah. if it's uh, pushing on or, or angled off a little bit to the side after he's rolling around in bed all night, it, it can make a difference where mm -hmm. it could, could shoot it out the side. And so you'll kind of get to know your baby's direction, too. Like, whether you have a boy or a girl, you'll kind of see as you're changing diapers where the the cent the epicenter of, <laughs> of their urine is, I guess. Yeah. And as long as they're not flooding the diaper, you'll kind of see. And then when you do place any extra absorbency in the diaper, you can always fold it in a way that it hits the epicenter first, you right. know, or more effectively. So for some girls, it's more toward the front. You want to have some extra absorbency. Right. Gotcha. For boys, you might want it in the middle or the back if you're pointing down, right. depending. So anyways, that's another tip for absorbency. Tip. Uh, yeah, no, we're no. not going there. No, okay. All right. <laughs> anyways, on. third issue that you could have that causes some leaking are called compression leaks. And basically... This typically only happens with the microfiber diapers, especially if you are maybe double stuffing them. So if you have a pocket that has like two microfiber inserts in it, maybe like um, the Kanga Care pockets come with two. And if you're using both of them, you may find that it is a little bit like squishy in the bum, you know, like it's a fluffier diaper because they're thicker right. and they are very absorbent and they will... Um, fill up so if your baby's output fills it up and let's say you pick your baby up 
and you notice that they didn't have any leaks to begin with, but then you pick them up and place them on your arm or whatever, and you carry them to the changing table. And when you get to the changing table, you see that there's all this leaking in the leg area. That could be a compression leak because it's basically treating the microfiber inserts when they're full like a sponge. Right. And then it's just kind of squishing out as they as you hold your baby against your arm, you know, yeah. or whatever. I found so, I found that's a big issue too when you're when you're putting your baby in a carrier. Oh yeah, and they're good on point. The, the front or the back, and you, and they tighten it up good, and everybody's happy. But you're actually pressing that diaper pretty tight compared to normal. And if it is full, there's, you're going to end up with a wet shirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember that happening quite a bit when we were with kids. baby carrying. So we'd forget yeah. go to the, go to Disney World or whatever, and you forget you know. To, yeah, to and then you the take diaper. your baby off your baby carrier, and yeah. you have like two wet spots yeah. on your shirt. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that can happen with. With any diaper, actually. Truly, if you, if let you don't it, if you let it change go them long, frequently enough, yeah. right. So basically, one way to avoid compression leaks is um, using more trim, like natural fibers, because they don't have a whole lot to squish, basically. Gotcha. So they can, they're pretty absorbent. They're as absorbent, or maybe even more so, than microfiber, and they don't squish because they're so trim. So that can avoid it. Um, also, changing more frequently, especially if you're baby wearing or whatnot, and you don't want the compression leaks on on you, <laughs> you might want to change more often in those situations. Um, another thing that can cause, not really compression leaks, but like a, a, a leak on the shirt like that where your baby wearing is wicking, which is if your baby's wearing like a onesie or some shorts that are a little bit too tight, mostly this happens with onesies because you kind of fasten those on on the crotch and they're a little bit tighter. And if the cotton fabric of the onesie gets kind of tucked into the diaper where the moisture is going, it can wick the and, and like pull the moisture out onto the shirt. And then it looks like the diaper was leaking, but really it was just the cotton material of the shirt or the onesie pulling the moisture out. Kind of like a candle wick pulling the the, sure, honey. the stuff out of the candle. Yes. Or, I'm, I'm I don't thinking, think that's no, what the, No kerosene. You know, the kerosene wick oh, okay. does work that way. And that's okay. why they say wicking wick. I get know, it. With oil. But yeah. I was going to say, too, that's that that used to be an issue for me at nighttime with uh, pajamas with, with Ryan or even mm-hmm. any kind of outerwear. If if I didn't get the inserts uh, inside the gusset, if they were sticking out, especially with Ryan in the front, mm-hmm. then that, that that part sticking out could come in contact with his T-shirt or his, his pajamas, and then it would start wicking. Would wick out. Wick yeah, out so you, when you put your diaper yeah. on, you have to make sure that all the absorbency is tucked inside yep. the waterproof lining, inside the elastic, and then you have to make sure that they're not wearing any clothes that are too tight that could, like, kind of scooch inside that yeah. waterproof lining and pull the moisture out. Good yep. point. You can't have a diaper that's too small, but that usually doesn't play into it until they're, like, Ryan's age. We're, we're yeah. starting, to, starting to see that. Most of the one-size diapers are, are pretty functional as far as how long they'll last and fit your baby um okay so the last reason that we thought of that you might face leaking issues is if your diapers are repelling liquid so this is the kind of thing that you see in all the big facebook groups when there's major issues with laundry and they're talking about stripping diapers and things like that and I want to preface this by saying that we never had to strip our diapers for this reason like I think we stripped our diapers one time when my son I got thrush and he got a yeast infection rash Mm -hmm. and we wanted to just 
you know, bleach, use a little bit of diluted bleach and hot water to just make sure they were sanitary before we used them again so that we didn't perpetuate that infection. But we never had to do a strip. We never, mm-hmm. we've never stripped. Well, explain real quick what a, what a technically, <laughs> so, what a strip so is. So stripping strip is where you basically like completely disinfect them. And if you go into these Facebook groups, there are many different methods for this. It could involve putting certain detergents into a bathtub and making this stew in the tub and uh, like letting the, Oh, blue Dawn I've seen, um, bleach, whatever. But basically to me, stripping means disinfecting. Right. Right. And a lot of people in the group will say that you need to strip anytime you have repelling issues because the, well, let's talk about the causes of repelling. So if you wash your diapers too frequently with dryer sheets or any fabric softeners in the laundry, um, they can cause, those chemicals can cause the diapers to not absorb liquid and to have some repelling issues, Right. which actually is a really good segue into our sponsor. Ah. <laughs> you like what I did there? That's very cool. But I don't, don't forget the point. because I'm going to go to the next one. I don't want to forget what I I'm talking about. I promise I won't. Issues so, with repelling. Yes. yes. Okay. You'll remind me. Okay. So before we go on to those issues, let's give a good shout out to Molly Suds. See, right. see what we did there with that little laundry segue? <laughs> yes. You will not need to strip diapers if you use Molly right? Suds. Right? And Molly Suds actually has a really great bleach alternative that would work perfectly for stripping diapers. It is a um, it is a natural alternative that does the same job as bleach without the potential damage to your family's health and the environment. And it is called their oxygen whitener. It comes in the yellow package. We've used it before. It's amazing. Awesome stuff. It actually, we have these white chair covers from Ikea that was the stupidest purchase we ever made because we have children and pets. So like, we should <laughs> never have bought white furniture, but as much as they get stained, the Molly Suds oxygen whitener is like, it's like, I mean, I don't know if I can say OxyClean. They're not a sponsor, but it's, have something it's like better than OxyClean. OxyClean. Yeah. yeah. And it's got no bleach in it. It's all natural. So right. definitely check that out for stripping diapers. And then just a little bit about Molly Suds. Maybe you could share. Sure. Yeah. We've used Molly Suds for a long time, so we can, we can totally back this up. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Molly Suds there is a line of eco-responsible uh, laundry products, and they're affordable and truly safe for all family members and the planet. Formulated with pure earth-derived ingredients with the use of no carcinogens, harsh chemicals, or known human toxins. They're extremely effective and certified vegan. And certified cruelty-free. They don't test on animals and rated A by the EWG, the Environmental Working Group. So they're an amazing company. We love Molly Suds, and we appreciate them sponsoring this episode of Cloth Diapers Made Easy. Go Molly's. All right, so back to what we were talking about, ways that you could get repelling in your cloth diapers. So, yeah, you were mentioning the laundry sheets and Mm -hmm. uh, fabric fabric softeners softeners. because they do, they make your stuff feel soft, but they they put just a tiny, tiny coating coating of Mm -hmm. something on there, which is great until you're trying to make sure your diapers don't repel stuff. So there's (laughs) that. Kind of the purpose. They Um, need to absorb and the other thing that really sticks out in my memory with uh, with our son Ryan mostly is when we had to put some sort of an ointment on his bum 
for a, to treat a rash like neosporin or what's the white stuff that comes in the, the tub? The zinc oxide stuff. For sure, zinc oxide. Balmex or something. Um, yeah. I can't remember the names. But any of that stuff. Basically, if you have to use a prescription or any kind of a rash cream that contains like petroleum jelly and certain things mm. like that, those types, especially petroleum jelly, they're a water barrier. That's what they're made to do. So if you put them on your baby and then put the cloth diaper on, they're going to get that petroleum jelly and all those ingredients onto the diaper and that will cause repelling because it's not water soluble it won't wash out unless you strip your diapers you might be able to salvage them so if you do need to use a particular kind of rash cream that's not cloth diaper safe um, you're going to want to use either just use disposables for that time period until the the rash is cleared up mm-hmm. or you can do like a fleece liner or you can cut up old t-shirts or some kind of like a little a liner that you can put on top of the cloth diaper that will prevent the ointment from getting onto the actual surface of the diaper and then you can just throw the liners away or whatever yeah or just wash them with the other laundry a couple times and they should be fine. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you are finding that your diapers are leaking and you're confident that your fit is fine and you're confident that you have enough absorbency and you're confident that it's not a compression leak, then that's when you might need to troubleshoot stripping your cloth diapers because they may be repelling for some reason. And I would recommend the best way to do this is to either talk to a local retailer if you have a resource of somebody in your local area that can help because they'll know your particular water type and they'll know your laundry situation whatever and they'll be able to shoot with you troubleshoot with you one-on-one that would be great um the other great way to get some help with this is to go directly to the manufacturer of your cloth diaper so if you're buying from one of the trusted brands here Um, In the United States or in the UK or in Canada, there's a lot of great brands that, you know, have great customer service right on their Facebook page. And you can reach out to them directly and they will often offer suggestions or even replace your diaper if it's manufacturing isn't working for some reason, you know. So um, that's what I would recommend. And like we said, it's not something you have to worry about because, honestly, we never had to do a a classic um, stripping-type situation. We Mm -hmm. just made sure that um, if if it was repelling a little bit, we'd maybe just give it one more complete uh, cycle through the laundry. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like she said, add just a little bit of bleach to the to the load, and you're good to go. Yeah, just a, lo- a little bit of diluted bleach. I think it was like a yeah. quarter cup yeah, for a yeah. full load, just a little bit. Yeah, I find you never, the... you never want to put more than a quarter cup in, in a, even an extra large size washer like we have. Mm-hmm. Because it's, so the it goes bleach a long way. can actually, if you over-bleach your diapers, yeah. you can damage the PUL, and you can damage the elastics and things like that. Um, so yeah, or, or look into doing the Molly Suds whitening powder because, mm-hmm. or the oxygen whitener, because that stuff works great and it's all natural, so it won't be as harsh. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, that was our tip for the day about leaking. And if you're having any leaking issues, be sure to join us in the cloth diaper experiment Facebook group, because we're happy to troubleshoot with you there and we will see you next time. See you later. <laughs>